you know, don't be so quick to jump up in the morning and run, but wait before the Lord, lay before the Lord, just lay there and lay there in expectancy of him. Lay there saying, Lord, I'm laying here awaiting something. Ah, ah my God. If you had to go see the doctor and you had to go see the lawyer, where are they going to put you? In the waiting room. And what would you have to do? Wait. Welcome to another episode of the Superhero Supernatural Flow. You have entered into the Fortress of Solitude, where you'll find anything but the norm. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And we know that new day does not mean a 24-hour cycle. But it is a new day, a new mercy, a new revelation, as we have accelerated. Join me as we go to this clip. I told y'all, I said, I came out the womb saying why. I came out the womb saying why, why? I'm the original reporter. I'm the original. I came out with two things, saying why, and I came out with a pen. God showed me that. We got to take it back, y'all. We got to take it back. I remember I had, you know, I have three children. My children were very young. I was working on Wall Street and had my family to take care of my husband, my children. And my days were full. But I wanted to know the word of God. I wanted to I wanted to spend time with him. And it was hard for me in the mornings. So I said, you know what, God? I don't know if, I don't know if he did this or if this came from me or him. But I said, you know what, God? I said, when I get home, I'm going to make sure the kids are bathed, eaten and all of that, put to bed. And I'm going to I'm going to take a nap. And I'm going to wake up. I'm going to set my alarm clock to 12 midnight. And then I'm going to wake up and we could be in the work. The house is quiet. Everybody's sleeping. I can spend time with you. I can just delve into your word and just enjoy your fellowship. So I started doing that. And the first night, the alarm went off. I jumped up, spent time with God, no problem. Second night, I believe the second night, same thing. I believe when we got to like the third night or so, my alarm clock didn't go off. But as I was, you ever felt like you was in between sleep and awake? That's how I felt. It was dead summer. I was in a room with a little baby tiny window that there, first of all, there was no breeze. If a little breeze might've hit, you wouldn't, you wasn't going to feel it. And it was just hot and dead summer. I felt a breeze. It wasn't a cold breeze. It was just movement blowing on me and I woke up but this time I woke up in the spirit you ever woke up and then you have to kind of like pray and none of that and be it get to get in the spirit no I woke up in the spirit already holy spirit all over me and I looked towards the window I said and you see I I listen I was a newbie in the kingdom. So I didn't know nothing about signs and wonders. I didn't know nothing about, you know, all of these supernatural things and all that from the Lord. And I said, did that breeze come from the window? But I, in my heart, I knew it didn't. 
And it, it kind of freaked me out a little because I was like, oh, not scared, but just different. This is different. Because remember, we're, we're natural. He's supernatural. But anyway, he woke me up. Breeze just blew on me. I woke up in the spirit. And I remember going to the foot of my bed and going on the floor with my Bible. And the Lord began to show me something. Um, if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. But he showed me something else. In that scripture, it says, even though there's, you know, without me, there's sin and all that. He said, but my heart and my eyes will always be with you. I will always be with you, Kay. I will always be with you. So what he was showing me, and it was truly by revelation. You got to go look at that scripture for yourself, but don't just read one part. Read the whole context, man. That's how I think we miss a lot of stuff. We got to read the scriptures in their context. He says, if my people will call my name, will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and then will I heal their land. But then I read on, it says, but my heart and my mind will always be there. He started showing me his agape love. He said, Kay, though yes, though yes, you know, before I had to pick you up and wash you and all of that, you were sinful. I still love you. I, it does not matter what you've done or didn't do. It doesn't matter you didn't go to the Four Walls Church today. It doesn't matter that you got mad at your husband today. It doesn't matter that the kids ticked you off and you felt like drop kicking one of them. It doesn't matter. I still love you. That is agape love. Agape love, the best definition I can give you of agape love is un conditional it doesn't matter what you've done this is his grace this is his grace and so he says turn from your wicked ways and all that but as i kept reading he says but you know what it doesn't matter i'm still gonna love you because it said the scripture said before i even took a breath in this earth for god so what loved the world not the church Not the apostle, not the brother, not the sister, the world. He so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. So he loved me. He first loved me. I love him because he what? First loved me. This is true love. This is the love that you can breathe. You can breathe in this love. This love ain't tying you up. This love is not stifling you. This love is not having you try to be something you're not. This love is letting you be you. This love is giving you room to be you. This love is unconditional. We are talking about building new foundations. We're talking about building a legacy. We're talking about leaving something behind to our children. It's not just talking about um, our spiritual children, but it's talking about our, you know, our children, children. And a lot of times we don't even realize that we're living. We're like a living epistle in front of them. We're a living epistle in front of everyone, in front of our family. They're the ones that get to see us. They're the ones that get to see us when we upset, when we just rolled out of bed, when we, you know. And so, well, how do I show the love of God? Because I know it cannot be in and of myself because I tried that and I failed. 
because you know what? My emotions will get me all the time. You did that to me. Ouch, that hurts. And you know what? Now I'm going to retaliate and I'm going to do it. But now how, what's the stopping place? What's the place where I can now get to that place where they can stick a, 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 a knife in me and I wouldn't even feel it. They can, whatever they doing to me, I, I, I'm just so enwrapped with this love. Amen. We want to be able to build on a sure foundation talked about the fact that we are uh looking at a new foundation but really there's nothing new under the sun it's just the lord is now revealing original intent my original and he gotta pull back the covers with all of this stuff man he has to pull the covers back because it's been a lie that's been fed to us when it says, how can you trust the, and say that this is the word when truly the hands of the scribes have been handling that pen falsely? How can I trust that? Now you got to come to the source. Now I can't just take the pastor's word for it. I can't just take the apostle's word for it. I can't just take the teacher down the block's word for it. Now I got to come to the source. I got to come to love. I got to come to the one who is love. You know, I always said it's like a light bulb. You ever seen one of those light bulbs that they absorb the sun? And when after they absorb the sun, you can turn the, the lights out and that thing will just shine brightly. Well, Christ is like that. The Holy Spirit and the Father, they're like that. You come, what are you doing? You're like that light bulb and you are soaking in the sun. Remember we said soaking? We said sitting, soaking. Uh, we said reflecting and announcing. But there's, there has to be a time of soaking in the presence of God. We're not just talking about him, but we're actually fellowshipping with him. How can you come out of the presence of, of love and not affect? It doesn't affect you and it don't affect nobody else. No, that light bulb now has absorbed all of that sun. It's like a solar light bulb and it's absorbed all of that sun. And now when situations get dark and, and uh, the days get dark, that light begins to, it remembers. It, it's got something in it from when it was shining, when the light was shining so brightly, when the sun was shining so brightly. And now there's, there's radiation. Now we can radiate that light off to someone else. And it can be the light shining in a dark place. We're talking about the fact that he is building a new foundation. And I just want to go ahead and flip back into these notes of the original intent. We cannot build on rotten wood. We cannot build on, oof, on rotten wood. And literally the meaning of the word punk is rotten wood. Look up the word punk. We use that word, oh, you punk. You know, but look up what it means. It means weak and rotten wood. You can't build nothing on it. It is, it, it, it's shaky. It's shaky ground. It's like sand. Uh, you put your hand on it, you put your foot and your foot will go right down through it because it is punk. It's, it's weak. Amen. Uh, and I'm looking at this thing. I said, there's no punks here. We are building on a sure foundation. Uh, and I remember that song that says, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus blood and righteousness. And so we got to come back. We got to come back to the basics. This is where we build. This is ground zero. Let me let y'all know something. God, 
slapped me upside my head this weekend as I was getting stuff ready and doing things. January 10th, 2021 was ground zero for us. It was like a rushing mighty wind coming in that place. We were just obedient. We said, we're just going to come in. We're just going to, you know, slap five and we're just going to go on and, 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 you know, speak to the Lord and pray on to the Lord and all that. And he just took us by surprise. God says he shaved back. He shaved us back to the bare roots. We are coming to basics. So let's go ahead and look back. Acts 1. Oh my God, the book of Acts. And while they were gathered together, somebody say together on one accord. Ah, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift the father has promised, which you have heard me discuss. For John the Baptist uh, baptized with water but in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I'm going to keep reading because I truly believe we're laying foundations. Oh, my God. When at the day of Pentecost, they were all together in one place. A place does not have to necessarily mean a physical place because there's no distance in the spirit. There is no distance with God. There is no distance in the Holy Spirit. But when I say one place, we're on, we're in agreement. We're in one accord. We're in one accord. Amen. And then it said, suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting and divided tongues as a fire appeared on them and rested on each of them. What happened? A mighty rushing wind. And that's exactly how it felt. God said, I have busted you down to ground zero. I've busted you down. January 10, 21. And now I'm going to begin to build on this foundation because really, isn't that where we were supposed to build from? So now there were some prerequisites to this gift. He says, await. He told them 120 of them was up in the upper room. He says, wait there, wait. There goes that word again, wait. Them that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall rise up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary, walk and not faint. Wait, wait, wait. Amen. Sit your flesh down for a minute and wait. Be quiet for a minute and wait. You know, don't be so quick to jump up in the morning and run, but wait before the Lord, lay before the Lord, just lay there and lay there in expectancy of him. Lay there saying, Lord, I'm laying here awaiting something. Ah, ah my God. If you had to go see the doctor and you had to go see the lawyer, where are they going to put you in the waiting room? And what would you have to do? Wait. You would have to sit there and wait until he said, okay, you're next. Come on. So now how, why would would we think it would be anything different than the Lord? Why can we not wait? Why can't we get our flesh to sit still and wait? But he said, but wait for the gift the father promised, which you have heard me discuss. Remember, it's when we are willing to step out, possibly fall, possibly fail.
is still getting up, still dusting off, still letting go, and still moving on. That we truly find our rites of passage through these doors of success. This has been another recording right here at the Fortress of Solitude, where the superhero meets the supernatural. Again, this is K-Star from The Flow. Check back weekly for another episode of the Superhero Supernatural Flow. Have a blessed and prosperous week.